Welcome to Dads, Daughters, and Dollars, a financial podcast for everyone. Now, here's one of my favorite people. (laughs) I'm Sean, the dad, clearly the favorite. And I'm Caitlin, the daughter, clearly my dad's mistaken. Oh, don't get me started. Don't get me started. What? I'm on a rage. Why? 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 I, as I've gotten older... I like having my time. That's the most important thing. Time with my family, time to do the things I like. That's become more important than money and other things. And one of the things that drives me crazy, and we're going to talk about today, is spam text messages. Okay. And one of the reasons I I read an article about this about two weeks ago, Americans last year, was we're in the year 2022, last year in 2021, they received 87.8 billion spam texts. I'm sorry, billion? Billion. And that was a nearly 60% increase over 2020. What? Yes. So they're getting worse and worse and worse. Well, and this episode is to talk about how you can get around them and what you can do to, you know, check that, oh, that's probably not from anybody legit. I, well, I'll say that I think, um, I don't know the exact term, but uh, tech literacy, I think, is something that a younger generation, specifically mine, is pretty aware of. I think it's most of the time mom or maybe even sometimes my aunt saying, like, is this real? Like, is my Amazon account really locked out for good? And I'm like, no, it's not. Um, you know what I will say what's really strange though is it's not only spam text messages having been a freelancer now for, you know, over a solid year. I uh I check my email all the time and I'm getting emails that don't belong like I look at to where which inbox did this come to because I do have multiple email addresses and it comes to an address that I don't have. Caitlin57623 at AOL.com is not an address that I physically have. I don't even have any AOL but addresses. It, but it goes to a different But it mailbox. comes to my inbox somehow. Yeah, so what do And you it's th- a different email every single time that it says is in my inbox. So let me ask you real quick, because the second half of the show is about spam email. Oh, and, I jumped the gun. I'm sorry. You did. Sorry. But I have to ask you this. Do you just delete them or do you put them in the spam folder? I delete them. I think there's probably an easier way to put them in the spam folder. I'm mostly clearing out my inbox through my phone and my phone. I don't navigate as much as like, they're not as easily available options. I mean, you can find them. It's just clicking the buttons. But like one time I accidentally put messages that I wanted to delete in the mark is important because I was just going so fast. Um, So uh, yeah, it's all I know is that even if I put them in spam, it's like, one time it's Caitlin1757 at AOL.com. It's still an email address I don't have. And it's a different, like they're sending it from a different spam email. So it's not going to recognize that as spam because it's a new email they're sending it from. All I know is I hate it and it's annoying and it takes up so much of my time to constantly clear my inbox. And that's all. All right. So we're going back to spam text messages. That's right. the first half. Of it. All right. 
So why are we getting all these additional spams? So I said 87.8. Let's round it up to 90 billion texts came yep. in 2021. I'm sure at this point that's what Americans have received. Why are these coming? Because Americans last year lost $10 billion to spam texts in 2021. So if there's a bot machine or some sort of robo machine that's putting these out, 11% of the time it works. So, and that's why they're going to keep coming because maybe they can, if they up it to 14%, who knows if they make $15 billion. So it's basically an industry yeah. is, is what it is because that's a pretty high number, $10 billion. But have they done studies on... Is it young people losing money or is this just a generational thing? I did. I don't know that fact. Okay. All I do know is what I can tell you, how you can avoid it and the places where you will see it coming to the most. Okay. So the most common spam text used by crooks is the delivery scam. So 26.3% of all texts involve somebody trying to impersonate a company like Amazon, U.S. Parcel Service, or FedEx. Okay. All right. And the top five things that that they come from are like, okay, the delivery service like FedEx, Amazon, something about COVID-19, something- Like FedEx can't deliver this package until you've given us a $20 fee to, because of COVID-19, we are experiencing the effects and we, like something like that. Yeah. We we need your information somehow. Um. So something from Apple and like you've been locked out of your Apple account or this new hardware is now available and you're going to get it for free or something. And other, the fifth one is healthcare. And what are the type of things that they say? The number one thing they say is your account has been deactivated for your protection and you need to take steps to reactivate it. You will never, ever get a thing like that from Amazon. Okay? So... Whether it's in email or it's in uh, spam text, you'll never get that. So don't ever click on these. The other thing they'll say is you've been overcharged and you're owed a refund. So people are like, all right, free money. I got to click on this. It's all BS. Uh, You've been offered a low or no interest credit card. You've won a prize, a gift card, or some sort of coupon that you need to redeem today or it's no longer good. So they always put sort of a deadline on, you got to go now or all these bad things are going to happen or you're going to miss out on good things. If they give people time to think about it, then that's where it ends. The one thing I'll say, specific to text messages, um, a lot of times text messages come and they're from numbers that are like six digits. Sometimes those are more legit than ones that are actual phone numbers. So a perfect example is today I got a message uh, from a number that was eerily same, like the same area code as mine. And it was t- telling me about my Amazon account was deactivated or locked. And I immediately, I mean, I still needed to delete the conversation, but I immediately went, no way. Like, right. thanks, but no thanks, not today. All right, so what do you do if you get one of these? One, never tap on them. Just like the same thing as I never answer, like Apple now has a new thing. You know, uh, when you get a phone call, say spam detected or... Yeah, mine says spam likely. Spam likely or whatever. They don't say that for the text messages. But if you don't recognize the number, never, ever click on it. If somebody really needs to reach you, they'll eventually call you. If you don't recognize the number, then uh, don't answer it. Someone can leave a voicemail. That's what voicemail is for. So when they 
send you these links, they're trying for, to do two things, one of two things or both. Get money from you or install malware in your uh, phone, your laptop, whatever, so that they can eventually either take money from you or destroy your operating system just for the hell of it. Right. All right. So what can you do? You can report the sender by sending, forwarding any text to 7726. What does that stand for if you look on your phone? Spam. Okay. And it'll go to the FCC, which is the Federal Communications Commission. I tend to not do that, and I immediately go to blocking the sender. So, like, for instance, I have an Apple. I just tap on the little I that's for information. I go down, scroll down, and I tap the thing that says block this caller. And it's different for Android phones. But that's the first thing I do. I just want to make sure I must block seven phone calls or seven texts a week from various phone calls. And it's always one of the other things they will do. If your first three numbers of your phone number, and I don't mean the area code, are like 662, they will always, they'll tend to put 662 and then some phony four numbers after it and your exact same area code. Yeah, so it makes and you feel you, like it's similar. That's a, that's oh, a thing. This yeah. guy's like close. This must be a business that's real close. This could be for me. Yeah. No, I never, never, I never answer take those. those. Although, wait, can we tell the story about what mom did to one person? Do you remember that story? I don't, but you can tell it. Okay. So basically some, you know, person who clearly wanted her attention, you know, was probably a spam caller trying to interest her in things, uh, was kept calling during dinner. And one time she actually picked up the phone and pretended like she knew the person. Well, and I, they were taken aback. They were like, what? I know. No, I'm, trying I to never, I'm trying to sell you something. Ma'am, I'm in Nigeria and I need, I'm a prince and I need money. It was like, I don't even know but if that was I, a situation. This is what I remember but, is because your mom is an actress and teaches <laughs> acting. Um, she said, okay, I'm going to make this an improv class. And she goes, Harry, is that you? Are you going to the? Don't act like you don't know me. Are you going to the high school reunion? I heard Bob's yeah, not. I heard Bob's not. She going. did the high school reunion move. It was funny. And the guy, she, she wouldn't let him get a word in. Yeah, and it just drove him crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like a week later, same guy calls back, and she goes, "Oh my God, hi, are you going now? I yeah. know you couldn't go the last time we spoke." Yeah, drove and him then, crazy, and then. I think one time, like maybe the final time that they called, she cried. She was like, it's really upsetting me that you don't think you remember me. I remember you. Why are you not? And it's just it so funny. It's like, give them a taste of their own medicine. Like, you know, if you think you're talking to someone crazy, then maybe you should just get in a different industry and stop harassing people on the phone. Yeah, just go to www.caitlinsmom.com for lessons on how to torture. Don't. Just don't. Okay, but, that's a joke. Um, <laughs> and that takes us halfway through our show. And yes. I'm going to come back with talk about spam email, but we're going to take a break now. And we're back. So we're talking about um, we spam email. We just finished talking about spam text messages. The and one, how to avoid them. The one thing I'll say, well, maybe I should say it after. I don't want to steal your thunder. But the one thing I'll say is if I'm ever questioning if something is legit, I check who the email is from. Sometimes it'll be like Amazon Protection Services, right? Like that'll be the name of the, of the right. thing. But then you actually have to click on the name 
and see what is the email address. If the email address is Amazon 5753446 gibberish, that is not Amazon. Oh, by the way, if you click on it, you might have just installed email malware. Don't even click on those. Don't open them. Immediately delete them. Well, then there you go. I'll delete them now. But the, oh, mine, mine get spammed. The point is, is I just, if every, if, if someone's already like my mom a couple of times has opened up an email because it says Amazon something or your Apple ID. Bad things are going to happen to you if you don't react. And she's like, is this real? I can't tell. And I click on the email, the physical email address. I'm not clicking on a link they put. I'm just clicking to see who sent it. So that's not going to install malware. Right. But Um, that would explain why her last three laptops have exploded instantaneously. They have not done that, but I don't think that needs to be said. Ha ha ha. Funny joke, dad. Um, but, uh, there's another one (laughs) that's number four. Did you, did you open up another email? I do think you guys need to stop. Oh my God. Did you open one on my laptop? I'm literally not sick. Why am I laughing at this? I do think you guys need new laptops. I do think it's time, but for the, it's, I use my laptop, I think a bit more extensively than, and with like multiple programs that need a lot of running more so than you guys do. But, um, so do you think I need a laptop that's later than 1974? I, I do. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Or you don't hear the click, the click, clack of a, the keyboard. No, but you, you have a good laptop. Um, but I think, I think maybe it's time mom get a new one. But, um, my point is, is, uh, she had already opened up the email, so we didn't click on any links, but I just clicked to see. What email address is this coming from? Not just the name you have correct, for the email correct. address. And then, you know, that reveals it. It's like, yeah, this is just delete it. Don't worry about it. All right, let's talk about spam email. How do you avoid spam in your inbox? One, you can just try a disposable email service. Didn't now, know those existed. Yeah. So there are three, four that I'll link to. One, trash mail, 10-minute mail, mail drop, and mail Poof. Have you tried any of these services yourself? Or I haven't, but I've looked at them and it's really interesting. I didn't write down all the details of them, but like with 10 minute mail, think about it for a second. It expires in 10 minutes, but you can get another one right away. And you know, people do these like, wait, okay, what? What do you, what do you mean? Get another one, one right away. Meaning, uh, I am whoever at the mall is trying to sell you something. So you're interested in the product but you don't want to receive 400 emails to your regular email. So you give them this fake disposable email, and it's a 10-minute email. The minute you click on it, in 10 minutes it expires, and that email no longer exists. Oh. So when they keep trying to send you stuff, they can't. It'll just bounce back to them. Oh, that's smart. Right. So you only get, like, the first couple of emails, maybe. Correct. Yeah, see, and there's some people who they have, like, thousands upon thousands of unread emails because they're subscribed to a lot of those things. But sometimes people end up using them, but that's if maybe you're an avid shopper and that's, you know, but think about something that for you a second. do often. I cringe but- when you say people have thousands and thousands of emails. I just think of that not as emails. I think of that as time. Even if you just say, okay, I'm going to delete 500 a day. I have two weeks off. I'm going to delete 500 a day and look, it'll be down to zero. Just the time it takes. That's why I can't wait 
if there's one that doesn't belong in my thing, it goes immediately into spam. Cause that way I only get the ones I should get. And I am saving more time in my day to do things I want to do, which is spend time with my family, work out. Right. But some people just dog. don't ever check their emails. It's just like, Oh, you know, but the you weird have- thing, if they never check their emails, then when they do get an important one from a, a relative or whoever. You're, you need to let me finish. I'm saying that they can scroll through easily enough. They're just not going to take the time to delete all of the ones that aren't important. They still scroll su- through and they can find the important ones. But they're not going to... Some people are too far in that they just don't take the time to do it. That was me a while ago. I was in... I think I was in college and I had probably 2,000, 3,000 unread emails just from however many different services. And one day I took the time to just mass delete all of them because I was like, if I haven't opened them up now and maybe I save them for some reason, but I just never open them, then I don't need them. And uh, I don't have folders for things like, oh, this is, these are all my emails related to uh, said club I was in or anything right. like that. They're just, they stay in my inbox red, you know, they're not, they're not like a new notification anymore, but I know someone who, yeah, they have like 16,000 unread emails and they, they can function that way. So we're all different, but that definitely sounds useful. All right. So with spam emails, the first thing we talked about that you can help yourself is with a disposable email service. And I'll link to those. This is something that a lot of people have, which is the second one, which is an alternate email address. So I've done that. This is the one where I'm interested in something. And maybe like, for instance, I had a Yahoo account and a Gmail account. And the Gmail tended to be the junk mail one, which is I do want to click on things twice a month in that account but I don't want to get all the junk that they're going to send me when I'm not interested in something past the first two emails I read. So a lot of people will do that and they'll create an alternate email address. I have a junk email address. So yeah. Yeah. And now I had never heard of this and maybe you have because you're more tech savvy An alias email address. Have you heard of that? No. All right. An alias email address is an additional email address associated with your regular email account. All right, mm-hmm. I'll explain that. So it uses the same inbox, same contact list, and account settings as your primary email address. So Gmail allows you to use a period or a plus sign to create an alias. So if your thing was Caitlin uh, at gmail.com, then you could have Kate.Lynn at gmail.com and that could be the one you give for junk email or you know you subscribe to some magazine that you're so they'll do that for you you don't have to set that up no you have to set it up but it'll come to your regular email account and you can go oh those are the ones i want to junk so you don't actually have to go to a different place to check they come to your regular email but you can you can uh label them to go in a separate folder Gotcha. And then you go once a month and go, wait a second, there was that, you know, I like those clothes and I didn't want to subscribe to their um, catalog. I mean, they sent me an online catalog and I'm I'm interested in looking at that online catalog once a month. I'll say that Gmail already for me, uh, sometimes for business purposes, I do have to give my, I, I give my regular email that's my business email and they 
get, I get marketing emails all the time to my business email, but Gmail separates it in that, oh, this is, this is promotions. This is advertisements. This is suspected spam to this account. So it kind of already does that already, but I I didn't know that that was an additional service that could be connected to your account. And I'll link to this. You can go to Google and, uh, put in Google alias account and they'll tell you how to do everything. Like you can create a folder where the aliases email addresses name then can be set up to a, so that it just goes automatically into that folder. Anything that has a dot next to it. So like gotcha. I said, it could be, if it was Caitlin at gmail.com, you could have K dot and then the rest of your name straight without any more dots. You can put the dot any place you want and that you go, okay, that's my normal, Somebody at the mall asked me for an, an account. Somebody else, you know, at school asked me for an account. And right. I really don't want to communicate with them on a regular basis. Right. So those are the, th- the three things that you can do with spam email. I'm, I'm hoping you got something out of this episode. It was sort of a quick popcorn episode, a little over 20 minutes. <laughs> but um, Yeah, they're never those, quick. <laughs> no, but you say never quick. I told you the average podcast is over an hour so we try and keep them short so that we know you have a lot of other things to do in a day we try and keep to a half hour and less and uh, for the most part we're staying on track that's very true well i hope you guys learned something uh i certainly did uh thank you guys so much for tuning in as always yes and please subscribe the content on dads daughters and dollars is for informational purposes only and does not constitute professional financial advice Listeners should consult an attorney, accountant, financial planner, or other professionals to suit your specific needs.